Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the playmakers. Going up. On a Tuesday, breaking news on a Tuesday afternoon. Just casually sliding that into your DMs. We're not even going to play the breaking news sounder because... <laughs> I was about to say, 25 seconds in. Right? I can't put that pressure on you to start. That's not fair to you. That's not fair to our listeners. That's not fair to our, our fans because sometimes you have to differentiate between the two. Yeah, no, exactly. But like you said, we're live. Things happen in the world of sports and things always happen. In a city that doesn't sleep. And I'm not talking about New York City. I'm yeah, talking about that. here in Vegas. Um, yeah, we even got the ESPN, the 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 uh, scoreboard at the bottom breaking news about ticker? us. Really? We're the ticker breaking news. That's what we do. We're all encapsulating here on the Playmakers. Sports, other things, be that in, in our specific Las Vegas community. Or as Adrian said, we'll even talk about New York sometimes. Uh, we cover all of the bases all of the time, and Megan Trainer didn't even need to tell us to do so. Megan Trainer, what is she doing right now? Do you know? Probably counting those doll hairs, man. Yeah. That's what I'd be doing if I were her. Megan with the G and the H. Yep, that's. I always like when it's when it's a little different. I have a a friend who spells it M E A G H A N. Oh, see, I, I just that's, blow your mind right there. That's exotic. <laughs> Well, we're 90 Never seconds into the show. Megan be called exotic. <laughs> 25 seconds into the show, love we got it so much. But we you got... know what? Like sometimes those names, they don't they. While well, they're they're kind of run of the mill, like sometimes they're iconic. Sometimes there doesn't really need to be an explanation why it's such a big deal. And maybe that's why we need to introduce our little breaking news thing because your Vegas Gold Knights allegedly have a new head coach. You want to know who he is? Oh, are we get, we're not going to open up a can? No. We're not going to open up a can. we got to introduce him. Hello. Well, hi. Name's Bruce. Play it again just in case anybody missed it. Hello. Well, hi. Name's Bruce. Bruce Cassidy. Who could have who foretold this, Adrian? Who could have seen this coming? Well, according to Twitter... Friend of mine, oh. her name's Lindsay, spelled the regular way. Eli. <laughs> exactly. Uh, she said it back a couple weeks ago that, not even, about a week and a half ago. When he was fired, the day of. Yeah, June 6th, eight days ago. Quote from Lindsay Brown of the Bet Las Vegas. Very interesting decision. Wouldn't be surprised if he took a couple job interviews in this zip code. 
Wouldn't hate it either. He's a good coach. Yep. And I think he's the right pick for this team, if this is indeed true. And, and Kevin Weeks of uh, broke this story. Everybody's running with it. Everybody with a blue check mark is running with it. And I'm sure we'll we'll get an official release from the team itself. But, like, Bruce Cassidy got run out of Boston as a scapegoat. And really the reason w- what they gave was that he was really hard on young players. Do you know what we really don't have on this Gold Knights roster? <laughs> Not a lot of young players. Not a lot of not a lot of newbies trying to crack the roster, right? And so I think this is a home run hire. I think this is exactly the type of voice and instigate uh, instigatory voice at that for this particular team. I think he is going to work wonders for number nine, Jack Eichel, and I'm really excited to see what exactly this team is going to do to fix the problems that have ailed it, other than you know the injury stuff that that they like to put as their scapegoat. But we all know what that power play looks like, which is abhorrent. And we all know about what happens towards the latter part of the season, especially in playoffs, and what the offense does, which is dry up. Bruce Cassidy helped usher in an era in Boston after missing the playoffs for like three or four seasons. He gets them to the Stanley Cup final. He's the one that had the vision to see that David Pasternak was going to be worth putting on a line with Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand. Like, he knows what's going on. I've, I've heard nothing but – it's not glowing reviews, but I've heard positive reviews. And, and, and that's a far cry from most people that I hear about who are working in this league. And so I'm pumped for them. Uh, I'm glad that they moved quickly, and I'm sure that they're paying them top dollar. In comparison to what a lot of people wanted, uh, and I know you necessarily didn't want this, but trots, uh, in terms of like a, t- uh, a team scheme, was this a better option? Well, I don't think I don't even think Trotz interviewed out here, or maybe he did, but I don't even I, I don't think he was ever seriously considering this as an option because there's there's so many different teams that I think are better fit roster wise for him and what he's at being asked to do. There's a lot of connection to him in Philadelphia right now, um, and and there's obviously a few more teams that still have to fill the vacancies. But I, I think for me, it's less it's it's about systems. We like I said, Bruce has proven that he knows how to get offense out of a top heavy offensive team too, but he also can get people on board to play defense. And so I, I just think that there needed to be a different voice in the room other than Pete DeBoer. And you know how what I said about K Mac and everything else, I stand by it. But uh, I think Bruce Cassidy is l- the right type of. Uh, like I said, instigator. You need to have people that can elicit reactions from from players and and know how to press the right buttons on people. I'm not saying Barry Trotz isn't one of those guys, but just the way that he coaches and the st- the defensive style that he is known for, I don't think there's a whole lot of room for collaboration. Not saying that's the same thing with Bruce, but you know I, this team doesn't need to play more defense because it's not built to do that. Like we we brought in really good defenders to trust them to know what to do. And so what needs to happen is that there needs to be more offense from our forwards and more consistent offense at that so we don't have Alex Petrangelo thinking that he needs to play hero ball every time he touches the puck and not just play defense, but I have to break out every puck myself, skate it through the neutral zone, and then set up the play. You don't have to do all that, Alex. You don't. Or at least you, you shouldn't can get you, help. You shouldn't feel that way. And so that's where I, I – this this wiping of the mentality, the psychological profile, um, I think is is the true necessity of this move. But we didn't play our can opener thing yet. Let's do it's that right now. Time for the can opener. Because we're gonna switch gears. Because there's really not that much to add if uh, about Bruce Cassidy being the next head coach of your Golden Knights, allegedly. But what we do know. 
mm. is that the spirit of Wiggins cannot be denied. That's for you, Linz. Thank you. I'm so pumped for him. Linz. This this stat line though, what was it? 23 points, 14 boards, two assists, one steal. I don't even have it in front of me because that's how good it was when I wrote it down for our conversation with Trista Crick later on that we're gonna get to in a couple minutes. Yeah, he he's kind of been balling, and like I said in the interview, and I'll say it again, more than likely, and you know, it's not more than likely, he has been the second best player on this team for the Golden State Warriors. Because Clay's been struggling, uh, Draymond much documented his struggles, especially here in the finals. Mm-hmm. But and to me, it really it really started in the Western Conference Finals, where not only are they asking Andrew Wiggins to, yo, we need you to not only defend, but we need you to play the four. Yeah, step we ne- up. We need you to go get rebounds. And as faith would have it, when you do the things that you're asked and everything goes into motion. You will get your opportunities to score. He had one of the most beautiful layups in yesterday's game, looking like Jordan S. Maple Jordan, you're saying? <laughs> yeah, that's no. what they call him north of the border where he's from. And, and Lindsay, I know we're eight minutes into the show. I don't want to choose violence, but I saw a tweet and it made me think of you. Yes, this is a tweet from Dieter Kurtenbach. I call Ooh. him Dietz. Who exactly? Um, once again, Lindsay, I'm not choosing violence, but here's the tweet. Okay. The Minnesota Timberwolves are God's gift to the Warriors. They passed on Steph Curry twice in the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. They couldn't finalize a Clay Thompson, Kevin Love deal. Th- that deal was purely <laughs> speculative and wasn't ever considered. And the last part, they traded Golden St- or they traded to Golden State Andrew Wiggins and a first round pick. For D'Angelo so, Russell. So what I'm saying is friend. I do think you guys should get some sort of, you know, just a little ring. You're There's, part of this? <laughs> I, I think so, too. Maybe just, like, one little ruby. But I, I, I love the revisionist history that everybody likes to play with this, too, because everybody keeps going back to, what if the Wolves kept Kat and Zach Levine and Andrew Wiggins? Like, what if the Jimmy Butler experiment never happened? Let me tell you, nobody is where they are. Because that organization is literally just starting to figure out. And we're, we're not even sure if that's true. We're just seeing, like, some positive momentum. We're like, oh, my God. There's we've, hope. Never, we've never seen this before. And so it, it remains to be revealed truly who has the better end of the deal. But I think the Warriors are pretty much out in front. But the, I, I, it's hilarious to me because I remember the hearing, yeah, Clay Thompson for Kevin Love and stuff. And it's just like the only connection. This is the, this is the one thing that we always use as Minnesota sports fans to reason any trade, any sort of thing. Guess where his dad played college basketball? University of Minnesota? Obviously. So clearly he wants to come back. He's a golden gopher. Clearly this, like, we try to find, they had uh, lunch at Mickey's Diner on a Thursday in 1984. Clearly they're our guy. Like, come on. This is a LeBron coming home situation. Yes. I will say uh, props to, to the fan base, John Krasinski. Like, everyone was very, very happy for Andrew Wiggins and his success, which is cool to see in the sports world where if you're not with us. You love to tear people down. We're gonna, you have, yeah. We have people saying your dynasty isn't legitimate because of A, B, and C and whatever. Like, I don't know why we don't let people have success, but, um, you know, that was, that game was out of hand for the most part for, through the first half, and then all of a sudden I started kind of drifting away from it and not paying attention. In the third quarter, I looked at the score, I'm like, uh, Boston's winning now. What the hell's happening out there? <laughs> a reversal where Boston yeah. showed up. And I didn't in the realize how bad Steph played. Didn't have a th- his streak. Um, his streak of consecutive was it 233 games or 322 games, something like that. Yeah. Of just at least one three pointer. 
was broke. That streak may not ever, may not ever. No one's probably going to get close to that. And like he that's was how I'm the saying. happiest looking person on that floor when that game was done. And that's where I, I believe Trista Crick when she says that he has very that his ego is basically non-existent for as like an NBA as an NBA player as a professional athlete because anybody that has that level of success and can be that happy about it after knows their place, knows what just transpired, and knows the impact that he his performances have on people like Andrew Wiggins and just some of the things in in his career that he's had, had to go through you know yeah. he came as everyone's little brother then he became the top dog and had that animosity he's teamed with a player who is as good if not better with him and gone through these championships and, and it's kind of throughout these six finals in 8 years the maturity and the difference and the different flows and for Boston to lose, and I tweeted this out yesterday, to lose the Steph Curry stinker game, mm-hmm. to even throw away game four, that you could very easily be up 3-1 right now. And you know this better than I do, but you can ask the New York Rangers how it is trying to come down, come back from being down 3-2 three times in a row because they did it versus Milwaukee, they did it versus Miami, and now if they want to win a championship, they're going to have to do it against the Warriors. Like, it, it's, it's a tough task to to handle and I'd have to be absolutely sick because some of these games although it, it seems like it's been blowouts it's been some of these runs at the end of these games that has made it look like that where it's been very close with both of these teams and essentially if Boston ends up losing this championship they're going to lose it because of turnovers yeah 100% 100% and and it doesn't take an expert opinion to notice that either because like you've been you've been drilling it in my head for weeks about how Boston can't dribble and when I watch it I just see so many of these guys just trying to make this initial move and then they catch it in their own feet it's not even where the Warriors have to be in there you know trying to swipe at it trying to put pressure it's the pressure of the moment is enough and that's why like like the point you just made or when teams waste nights where their stars are non-existent. The Wolves did the same thing with John Morant in the, in the in the first round. And you're just like, how can you expect to win that when you take the wind out of your own sails in, in that manner? And so Clay Thompson says he's never been mo- more excited to go to the city of Boston for game six. I think it'll go seven. But, man, I, I just – I wouldn't be surprised. And I think it would actually be pretty poetic if they won it on the garden floor. What do you think? True, and and for some of these moments, they actually haven't. I need to look back. I don't believe they've won a championship on their at on home. home. I don't, uh, or I think yeah. only once the uh, seventeen eighteen, the J.R. Smith that was a sweep. No, because it was a sweep, so they won in Cleveland. So this might be the first time that they they're going to be able yeah. to to win at home. And, and to put things in perspective, in terms of the turnovers, something I just found out doing research right before the show. Jason Tatum now has the most turnovers by a player in a single postseason in NBA history. Big boom, big bust. Celtics had 16 turnovers yesterday. They are 0-6 in these playoffs when they have 16 or more turnovers. In comparison, when they have less than 15 turnovers, they're 14-2. and two. Yeah. And it's, that's the thing. There's different natures to turnovers, too. Like, there are going to be errant passes. There are going to be times when somebody gets a hand in there and is able to go for a fast break, but that just illustrates the point of how critical it is to not dribble the basket off of your own foot. <laughs> like, yeah. And, 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 and repeatedly and repeatedly. And, like, once that's out, it just becomes so much easier because those things kind of demoralize you on their own. 
it becomes harder and harder for you to exist. And, and then it speeds up. Well, I got to make up for that fact. I got to go make this shot and I got to go do this. And all of a sudden you're playing a game that doesn't even resemble anything that you've put forth in the last couple of months. And a run by the Warriors resembles nothing that the league's ever seen because it takes two seconds to pass it to Steph. Any At any point, he's in within the half court of the basket he's trying to make. He can yeah. shoot it from anywhere. Jason Tatum shot a, a quick 18 seconds on the shot clock, bricked it, a layup immediately. So in 27 seconds yesterday, it was a five-point swing. And that is how fast some of these mistakes can get quantified. Yeah, and, and these And this is two, two times in this series and these losses where in the fourth quarter, Boston has completely, has completely unraveled. And even maybe they've maybe they've hit the wall though. Like you know the saying, "Hard work beats talent." When talent doesn't work hard, well, what happens when talent also works hard? That's no, the Warriors, and, right? And like, because you can sit because the Warriors are a more talented team, not just in terms of the personnel that they have, but in terms of the skill sets that they're per, that each individual player has. I don't I don't know about that. I, I think overall we're, Boston we're has about, a better we're talking about dribbling. Ta- team talent. We're talking about the. And when Trister Crick gets on here in a couple minutes and says that Marcus Smart can't isn't a viable enough point guard, they need to have somebody else and move him to a different position. You can't say that and 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 then also hold true that Boston is just as talented. Sorry, they can I work. Mean, they can work just as hard. They can have like by committee. But if you ask them to go score, if you have two minutes to score to score how well, many baskets? The Warriors haven't been able to score without Steph. It's been led by Steph, right? And everything gets run by Steph. And defensively, Boston yeah, has better Steph bodies. Steph is an unbelievable ball handler. At, at the end of the day, like with, without these turnovers, like I said, like Boston should be winning this series. Mm-hmm. And it's some of these mistakes where, yes, they they had to play two seven game series back to back versus Milwaukee and Miami, mm-hmm. and both of those teams are extremely physical. The Warriors are also extremely physical. Boston's the best defense. Golden State's the second. So it's not supposed to be a a, a cupcake easy. We need to score. But some of these mistakes, like for instance, defensively, Marcus Smart is the defensive player of the year. Klay Thompson can't dribble. This dude's over here trying to flop to get a foul instead of staying in front of him. And what happens in open three? It's some of these easy, like very dumb mistakes that are basic and fundamental that are making this very frustrating if I was a Boston fan. Right. Because it's not necessarily you're just getting outplayed. Some of these mistakes, like what's going on? Why is this happening? Right. But at the end of the day, the Warriors can win without Steph hitting a three-pointer. The Celtics cannot win with the stat lines that we've been seeing from Jason Tatum, right? Did he was he the one or was he the other last night? He was the other, and so was Steph. Game one, they but won top to bottom. The talent on Golden State, at least that that is the side that is favored. Good start to our basketball conversation. We got to get to more though. Trista Crick on the way. Eleven forty, the bet. Sports with a Z. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown. The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Welcome back to the show, and now it's time for one of my favorite segments of the week because we get to talk some hoop, talk about these NBA Finals, even some golf and other things with one of the best and most hardworking in the business. On the line is the host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Trista Crick. Insider calls are brought to you by Driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to Driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. And also, be sure to check out Trista's NBA podcast, Heat Check, also available wherever you find your podcast. 
Yesterday, I hit another big career milestone. I had the second of my two uh, big-time hockey shows with one Mr. Michael Jenkins of The Daily Tip. But do you know who the ad reads were for? Do you know who the ad reads were about? Trista freaking Crick. You had that huge live show ahead of Game 5 of the NBA Finals last night. How did it go, my friend? It was awesome. We had... um... That's really cool, by the way. Yeah. Um, it was it was really, really good. We had John Dickinson on from 95-7 The Game. And John, I've known since, man, I, I forget which finals. It might have been the 2019 finals uh, where it was Toronto versus Golden State. And I went viral because I asked Draymond Green about his scuffle with uh, Drake. And it mm. went crazy. Viral. Like, it was on first take and all that stuff. And... Um, I got into a little beef with a, a Boston Globe reporter, and then we ended up having a media basketball game in the Bay. And he played in it, I played in it, and John Dickinson was the a sideline reporter of it. So I was interviewed after the game because I guess I was the player of the game. I, I had to oh, you guess you were the player of the game? <laughs> no big deal, no okay. big deal. Okay. <laughs> I think it was because I took they like they knocked me down. I want to say like maybe Ethan Strauss. I, I think it was either Ethan Strauss or some other kid from the athletics bodied me underneath, but I kept my ground, stopped them from hitting a layup. But my my chest cavity was basically um, dipped in after that for probably a year. No, I'm joking. But it was it was a hard hit. People were like people were like ah damn that looked like it hurt. So me and him have known each other since then. He's a great, great, great guy, great follow. There's a pre and post game for the Warriors. So we had him on and just discussed really like how things change for the Warriors depending on if they win or, or lose this series in mm. terms of their decision-making moving forward. You know, because if they win, they're probably just going to run everything back. They're not going to think too much about what the future is and everything kind of in the future is gravy because they already have these four chips and – Steph has another one without KD, and it's against, you know, probably their their toughest opponent um, in terms of the fact that they're undermanned with no KD and they're not playing a, a Kyrie and Kevin Loveless Cavs team, right? And they're not playing a, a Toronto team that ended up getting the win when they didn't have KD. So I think this will be a very impressive win for them and, and probably lead them to make I guess, like, less decisions, less good decisions, and the media will continue to fillet them like they do. Mm-hmm. And my battle with them will continue. You know, it's, it's already done. And the battle's done. You know, like I've said, this is a dynasty. Can't say enough good things about them. Um, and I'll win a lot of money. That really, at the end of the day, I, I just win money. Sounds like a hell of a time, and, and you're and exactly MVP right. Trophies. Yeah, MVP trophies, <laughs> just casually getting bodied by people. It's one thing to get your breath knocked out, but it's another thing to get your soul. I, I've been there before. But I, I, you mentioned Draymond Green, and I'm definitely a bigger Draymond Green fan than Adrian is, but you were on Twitter today uh, in case anybody forgot about Dray and exactly what he specializes in, which is shutting down the opposition. How has Draymond evolved throughout this series and enabled him to be so successful defensively against the Celtics' top talent? Because everybody has been ragging on him. But at the end of the day... The Celtics won game one, and they haven't won uh, since. And I think a lot of it has to do with him. Yeah, I think the thing that Draymond does so well is he's not only a playmaker, um, which is kind of, I think, the thing that he's most underrated at. He's just a really good decision maker overall. You saw the fake dribble handoff leading to the dunk, which I, I was really happy to see him do that just because it's a moment where it's like I'm still, my confidence is high. I, I feel compelled to do that. Uh, he's just really smart. His his idea and, and knowledge of angles is really good. His knowledge of just the game and what people want to do and 
how he counters the counters uh, against, you know, really important and, and good playmakers like Jason Tatum that can do incredible things with the basketball, their shot-making ability. Jason uh, Tatum and, and Jalen Brown are some of the best at that. And, and I think just like he's a student of the game. Um, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he'll get in pretty easily. And, you know, Spike Eskin is giving me a hard time about that. One of the WFAN, the, the program director, gives me a hard time. But I think Draymond Green is, is Rodman-esque. No, 100%. And also, like, everybody gets into the NBA Basketball Hall of Fame anyway. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, no disrespect saying, to Dre. If you're saying Draymond isn't a, isn't a Hall of Famer, then you're basically saying that he's a scrub. Especially with all the, you know, he was with Izzo in Michigan State. He's and, not a Hall of Famer who is. Yeah. Uh, but one thing I, I do want to talk to you about with Draymond specifically in this series, and I, I granted it is a what if, but to me, and you're talking about counters and, you know, a series is a game of adjustments. To me, the most fascinating move of this entire series, and me and Lindsay talked about it a little bit yesterday, was the fact that Steve Kerr actually took him out and put in Kevon Looney and went offense-defense on the substitutions at the end of Game 4. Like, how ballsy was that of Steve Kerr to do? And do you think Draymond would have been cool with it had they lost that game and gone down 3-1? Excuse me. Yeah, because of the relationship that they have, right? Like, Draymond wasn't Draymond, right, before Steve Kerr turned him in and used him in this way. So there's a lot of capital and trust between them where it's like listen you know sometimes you have to give it to the hot hand or the hot rebounder or the person who's able to you know be more versatile Draymond knows what his size limitations are he, he knows what Kavon Looney does Kavon Looney is they're calling him Moses Maloney so like you know it, I thought it was really smart I thought this is some of Steve Kerr's best coaching we've ever seen uh, his rotations have been really interesting he's had a couple bad moves like I felt like the last game Putting in Andre Iguodala was peak arrogance. Like, you know Andre Iguodala is – it's very clear that was just like to give and throw Andre Iguodala a bone, but also bad bad move from a winning perspective. Uh, but I think Draymond would be cool with it regardless. Uh, he doesn't strike me as a guy with a particularly large ego when it comes to, you know, doing whatever is in the best interest of w- in winning. And I think that starts with Steph. Like, Steph's the ultimate competitor and, and superstar who has no ego – and whatever he needs to do to win, he will. And I think that trickles down. And I think that's trickled down to your guy, Lindsay, which I, I wanted mm. to talk about, is Andrew Wiggins. Like, Andrew Wiggins had it last night. He put the team on his back. If Andrew Wiggins doesn't play like that, they don't win. 20-something points, 13 rebounds. After a 16-rebound game before that, and Steve Kerr said something that really made me – it's probably going to have – a sticking point with me, and I actually think this anyway, is that every player in the NBA, and you can see this with Gary Payton the second too, mm-hmm. every player in the NBA can become a legitimate contributor and, and a real deal impact player if they're in the right situation. That's and completely to agree. me that means, you know what I mean? So to me that means who's out there that we think of as kind of mid that could be really, really good. You know, if you just look at their body and, mm. and their athleticism and their movement, who in, under the right system of coaching, encouragement, mentality, and mentorship could, could flourish. And the, the possibilities are, are pretty endless. And it could be argued, you know, Andrew Wiggins probably the second best player on that team so far, even in the Western Conference Finals versus Dallas, and him being able to rebound yeah. and everything with Andrew Wiggins. 
Um, and on the flip side, though, from the Celtics' perspective, uh, there's been some whispers and you know, I kind of think there might be a little bit of truth because it's kind of hard to explain some of these Jason Tatum stats. Like, even the fact that he hasn't even dunked this entire series. Um, and, and some people are saying, uh, you know, he might be a little bit more injured than he's let on. To me, back-to-back seven-game series against a physical Miami and Milwaukee. Like, how much do you think all of this is coming into play with Jason Tatum and some of the struggles here in the finals? It's weird. It's really weird. I thought that maybe there's more to that stinger than we think. You know, he got elbowed in the like sort of shoulder slash neck in the in the heat series and hasn't looked hasn't looked consistently elite since he obviously was 50 percent from the field last night but it didn't really look like it did it we know that and so I don't know man it it doesn't feel like what everyone thought was that Boston was a much better team offensively they're stagnating and a lot of that's because and I hate to say it Marcus Smart's not a true point guard. They don't have anyone on that team with a really good handle. No one. No one. Like, Peyton Pritchard is probably the best ball handler on that team, and he gets, like, 12 minutes a game. Yeah, Adrian's been on that for the for the last couple weeks, just talking about like how how much of a struggle it is to watch Jason Tatum and Jalen and Jalen Brown and, and Marcus Smart dribble and how many turnovers. And that's just if it's a ten point swing, it's only what three turnovers because that's just how it works with all the three balls that are being shot. Yeah, and I guess the question is, like, what do you do? If you're yeah. Brad Stevens, you've got it's, – it's a lot easier to find a scorer than it is to find someone who can play defense like Marcus Smart, draw charges, you know, be on staff like White on Rice, right? So sure. it's a lot easier to find the Zach Levines in the world, the pure sweat guys that can't do anything else but get buckets, no shade to Zach Levine, than it is to find two-way guys like Jason Tatum – and Jalen Brown. It's just they have they have guys who just don't really handle the ball as much as you should be able to if you're the primary playmaker in Marcus Smart. But like I don't know what you do. I don't I don't know like I guess Drew Holiday is is uh is like a better version of Marcus Smart, but you're not getting him. Draft so I don't well. know what the alternative is. You know what I mean? Draft well, mm-hmm. find someone to fulfill that role. Marcus being the heart and soul of the team certainly doesn't help them go to the finals when he's the first full-time, the first full-time starter uh, opportunity that he's gotten. That obviously doesn't help. So it's a tough set of decisions. And and maybe you know a fully healthy Robert Williams helps them. Maybe you figure out a way to get another pure scorer. Maybe you find a way to get Bradley Beal on this team if you can get mm. him to if you can give a bunch of picks and Al Horford and get Bradley Beal in a sign-in trade. And you know Bradley Beal and Jason Tatum want to play with one another, and maybe Beal will want to play in Boston now for the very first time because I think he's been pretty vocal about not wanting to be there. But now that they have a different culture, maybe I think Bradley Beal would would definitely help. And Almost it, like and a role that reversal, like that trade they did a few years from Boston. The reason why they have all these guys on this roster now. Yes. Yes. All right. On. Um, I have some questions about golf, but not really uh, anything too specific. I'm really digging how fired up Rory McIlroy is at the U.S. Open this week, just talking about the Live Tour. He's won the U.S. Open before. I'm sorry, he's dominated this event before many, many moons ago. But what do you think about Rory's chances specifically and his ability to drive that ball out of the long thick that is synonymous with U.S. Open challenge? First and foremost, I think if he hadn't won it last week, I'd be much more interested in betting him 
very, very difficult to win back-to-back tournaments, mm-hmm. especially one of those tournaments being a U.S. Open or being any major for that matter. So I'm, I'm not really interested in taking it. Um, I probably, and I said this to the Buffalo guys right before I went on with you, is any of the live guys, I just wouldn't bet them. Dustin too John, much pressure. Yeah, I just think it's just too many distractions. Mm-hmm. They're going to be asked about it the entire weekend, or the entire week. And in fact, if you could get a cut special for one of those guys to, you know, not make the cut, let's look at it. Let's look at it. So Bryson DeChambeau to miss the cut is actually minus one seventy-five. So, so Vegas is seeing what I'm seeing, right? You're talking about. Uh, Let's look at Dustin Johnson for a second and see what he is. Plus 170 did not make the cut. Not saying that that's like it's betting for a reason. Right. But I think that the level of distractions there, same thing, Phil Mickelson. Wow, Phil Mickelson is minus 275 to miss the cut. Holy moly, guys. <laughs> this is the first time seeing this. They don't, I mean, Taylor Gooch is plus 150 to the miss Gooch. the cut. These are all the guys. Patrick Reed is my, plus 110 to miss the cut. But for for two guys to be huge minus money to miss the cut shows you how distracting all of this is going to be for them. So I, I would stay away from Bryson, uh, Dustin Johnson, Taylor Gooch, Phil Mickelson, uh, Patrick Reed. Um, I think that's pretty much it in terms of who's in this tournament that's in the um, it's in the that's in the U.S. Open, but. Uh, and then I would stay stay away from that and probably stay away from Rory. I, I need to do more research on Brookline mm. in order to kind of get a sense of the golfers that are going to do well there. From what I've read already, there's a lot of uneven fairways, the angle versus straightaway fairways. Um, over-aggressive golfers are going to get effed up. Yep. He's going to have to be layup central. Um, chipping, you know, chipping is going to be a premium because the greens are really, really small. And it's weird, too, because – it's, it's not even one golf course. There's three nines at Brookline, and they're changing the tees and greens from all 27 holes to make their own golf course out of it. So it's kind of like Beth Page, the way they do it with Beth Page with mm-hmm. all the different uh, nines that they have. So it's, I don't have any official plays, but those are kind of my main takeaways in terms of like how I would think about betting it. And one more thing, I would say no Will Zalatoris. When the lights get too bright, that man has the yips. Oh. Those are the worst, and the and the worst uh, environment to have them in. The Trista Crick Caddy School guys, I, you got to sign up, honestly, <laughs> honestly. Uh, days ago, you and I, Trista Crick, were firmly seated on the New York Rangers bandwagon, like Mika Zabinajad and Chris Kreider. I'm here for emotional support, but that team's not just a flash in the pan. That's a young emerging <clears throat> squad uh, that is just learning what it takes to play into June. If you had to pick an NBA or NFL team that matches that vibe, who is it, and and what is it going to take for them to find the next gear? Man, Lindsay, I've got two. You're going to be excited. Okay. I think you're going to be excited. Okay. One, I would say the Minnesota Timberwolves, <laughs> right? Didn't go deep into the playoffs this time, but definitely young, definitely very aggressive. If you haven't seen the hustle yet with Adam Sandler, Ant Edwards is the villain in this. Fire. He is excellent. He is an absolute star. I, I think love that it. everything that, that is going on with the Timberwolves, I love. I love the Tim Conley hire. Uh, I don't love, love, love the Dell Depp hire just because of how he treated Anthony Davis and wouldn't get rid of him and, you know, was very stubborn in that regard. But he's not the one in charge. Tim Conley is. So I, I really think that the Timberwolves are sort of synonymous with the Rangers. Young, 
aggressive, mm. gritty, makes bad decisions sometimes, uh, and, and like shoots themselves in the foot even when they have uh, the advantage because you probably shouldn't have beaten the Grizzlies, which Facts. I don't even know what happens in the Warriors series if that happens, right? So I think that's that's one. And then I think probably the Pelicans to a degree as well, up-and-coming franchise, very athletic, you know, very well-coached. Um, even though Willie Green is not as 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 seasoned as Gallant is, I think he's going to be an excellent coach for a very long time and got, has the pedigree and has played the game for, for a long time too. So I think those are probably my top two. Trista, before we get you out of here, I don't know if you know this about me, um, but I'm a Disney dad, and we're very excited here in this studio for Friday because Lightyear's coming out. So with that being said, before you leave, I need to know, who's your favorite Toy Story character? I don't even have one, guys. I don't even, I don't even have Have you seen have a Toy Story? Any of I them? I think I've seen one. I think I've seen Toy Story 1. All right. I like Woody. Woody's okay. I like Woody. You I know, had a Buzz Lightyear toy when I was like nine. Same. The best. See, Trista is really I encompassing work. the the uh, what is it? Um, ball is life, or yeah, life is one hundred percent. It's the lifestyle. It's a yeah. mindset. It's I, a grind. I understand. It's I'm cool. also deep into Marvel, right? So I'm I watched uh, Multiverse of Madness last weekend, which was excellent. Miss Marvel. I'm all about. Yes, I'm all about. I'm I'm deep into Miss Marvel. I did that one. That one's gonna be really fun. I think Marvel is maybe the best thing and the enter- the entertainment industry's ever done. Honestly, like I don't think that's even hyperbole. The fact that when they their their dedication to diversity and the fact that they know that having a diverse audience and having representation across different diverse uh, groups is really not only important for inspiration for young kids, but also money. Like to have the very first uh, Muslim superhero is is only leading to good things right it changes mm-hmm. the way that we see one another it t- changes the way that little kids see people with different religions and different uh you know backgrounds ethnicities all that same thing with what happened with shang chi and and when they do it they do it right and they get the directors and producers of of that um creed and ethnicity to to do it authentically and i think that they just continue to evolve in a way that's mind-blowing i i don't think there's anything better than marvel i'm all smiles in the studio now trista thank you yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> i just i just wish that the they didn't take so many of those dollars out of the room but i suppose we can just uh get the machines to print more money i think that would solve a lot of our problems in this economy but the one the only the trista crick thank you for taking the time to talk hoops with us today and all season long um, and, and sharing your spectacles in our collective mind's eye. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your day and week. Chris, Trista Crick, that was the host of BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Trista Crick, I think I've said her name about 18 times, but that's all right because Insider Calls are brought to you by Driveway.com. Head to Driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars in Driveway's nationwide inventory. Also, be sure to listen to the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Trista Crick's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. And on the other side of the break, 
So much room for activities! Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now we look at our 10 day forecast. It's looking a little bit like those Dallas Cowboys is peaking in the 90s. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown, the Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Just brilliant. You can call your shot, too. <laughs> Shout out to that weatherman. Seriously, though. Just speaking truth to power. 85 days away from uh, the NFL season, and that man chose violence on a Monday night. Gotta love it. Are you feeling a little uh, trapped right now? Because this, sec- this is the third time you've said choose violence. I'm not saying it's always attributed to you, but it's in the it's rattling around in your brain. I mean, what could be possibly going on in your life that could be so disruptive? Oh, well, are you, are you speaking on the fact that for the first time since my son's been born, I essentially will be by myself, no baby mama, no baby boy for the next two weeks? Yeah, it's not even a microdose weekend. It's a full-blown fortnight. <laughs> Yo, first off, yeah. first and foremost, we need to clarify things. Lindsay, I might need some of those rewards that you have at that dispensary. Anyway, oh, we'll talk girl, about that we later. we got plans in the works. <laughs> and also, this is very special because, well, it's bittersweet because, first off, I'm going to miss them. Yeah. Especially my son. And I think it's only been I'm two days. I'm going to miss because I haven't met Sire. I haven't met either of them formally, but just until me and Sire can have that, that come to come to Jesus moment together. I'm, it's I'm coming soon. Yeah. It was supposed to be this weekend in 110 degree weather, but, Damn. you know, it's going to happen again. But I do, I do have good news because the thing that makes it sad is that Father's Day is coming up this Sunday on the 19th. But this is breaking news. 
I know what I got for Father's Day, Lindsay. Oh, you already got your gift? I am a proud owner <gasps> of the new Xbox. Let's go. <gasps> Let's go! Dude! We're playing Halo! Very oh excited. God. I'm so jealous of you right now. Oh, the clapping sounds. They might need to be the volume turned on. See, Mark, you got me pressing all these type of buttons. I'm just trying to make good content. And I don't know if you know this, Lindsay, but Xbox is doing this thing where essentially it's Netflix. It's called the Game Pass, right? So you can either buy your games, but you don't have to. You pay your subscription, and any game that you want, most of them, 80% of the games available on Xbox, you can either just, you can play it through the cloud where it'll replicate the screen, or you can install it and play it for however long you want. That's not a trial period. It's like watching a movie forever, they forever, don't want forever. Don't own anything. It's amazing. I don't know how they're supposed to make money because, like, some of these games, even on the first day that it comes out, it's on Game Pass, so you don't have to buy. Are Assassin's Creed games on there? Yes, Assassin's Creed. Yesterday, they had their like 15, 20 year anniversary. It's been that long. Did you I, see the I movie? Started, I started. No. I certainly not. I knew what I, I knew that I'm like, I'm not ruining this for me. The, the best movie that I can find is my own imagination. So I usually go with that unless I'm very intrigued. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing, to say the least. That's what you're going to be doing. It's a solid plan. Infrastructure for the show. There's some things I want to import from the past. And look. Oh, I'm expecting big things from you professionally for the next two weeks. <laughs> Just so you know, no pressure. No excuses no about excuses. anything. No nope. But we, we do have Summer League coming up. You yep. know what I'm saying? We the aces. We're expecting a big, big finals run for them. It's we been a hot ready. shoe. You can't deny it. Yeah, and we got to get ready for uh, the Raiders coming up here because the NFL will be here before you know it. Eighty five so, days. Somebody saw it, told me. Yeah, so so we're gonna get things in place. But yes, let's just reiterate one more time, Lindsay. I'm gonna need those rewards oh, if you could just share. One. I made my pit stop today already. Oh, okay. You're already I'm getting switching started. Up, I'm switching up my my consumption menu a little bit because I've been smoking too much. And I think it's about accessibility. It's like it's always available. And when they're like in the little pens, you're just like, whatever. Like It's fine. I'm shaking my head because I'm channeling my inner El Paso yeah, radio guy. To quote the, the great Pete Davidson, I don't think I get high. I just turn into me. And so like Bars? I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying tinctures, which is like just basically goo. <laughs> Oh, so what? It's just like melted. It's, it's a melted yeah, gummy, but it's like a one to one ratio. And so it's like it's CBD and THC in it. And so I'm hoping that that will kind of help shepherd me into a little bit, you know, not so ever present relationship. And also just, I was getting sick of having all my carts getting clogged. And so I'm like, I just need to switch it up. I need to switch it up. If not go on a little bit of a, a tolerance break, but I'm not really <laughs> ready to commit to that at this point. So what I'm going to, what I'm going to say about <laughs> tonight, tonight's going to be my cheat night Yeah. when I drop them off. All right. We, Are you going to cry on the way home? Prob- oh, yeah, I'll cry during it, probably. What's your youth sure. cry song again? Didn't you <sighs> let us know last week? <laughs> I know, but I don't even think. I think it was Seal, Fly Like an Eagle. Just do it. Just just, just do it on the way home and just get it out of your system. I will. And, get, like, and pick up like some food. Smoking on that Bruce Cassidy pack? Oh, what? Yeah, more on that and other things on the other side of the break. Pixar bracket continuation. Love for the bet.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.